Welcome to Gray Awakenings, a podcast covering the gray areas of life. Hello, hello. Hello. All right. So my name is Hannah Gray. My pronouns are they and she. Um, And my fun fact of the day is I love to worm neck. And if you don't know what that means, message me and I'll show you personally with a picture. (laughs) And it'll be great. Maybe I'll make it a gif. We'll see. All right. That's a a good gif would actually be freaking awesome. Boomerang that. (laughs) Like a seal, like a seal. Oh, they do do that. There's like a meme where like um, this lady is like across from a a seal and she'll like shrug her shoulders into her neck and the seal will do the same thing at the same time. (laughs) I love it. Uh, I'm Amanda Drew. My pronouns are she and they. And my fun fact of the day is that I had an implant, a birth control implant removed today, but only part of it came out. So now I'm stuck with an implant in my arm forever. Yeah. It's good I don't want to have kids anymore. So the end. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. Okay. (laughs) So my name is Adrian Gray and my pronouns are he, him. And my fun fact for the day is I have a working interview for Asha coming up. Yes. It's an animal sanctuary. Outside of Buffalo, New York. Um, Hi, my name is Keith Lozier. Um, I go by they, them. Um, A fun fact is I'm very flexible. I can lick my elbow. Uh, what stop <laughs> you're not supposed to be able to do that you know how like in middle school they'd be like did you know you can't lick your elbow and then everyone would try we, yeah i'm yeah, trying no. right now i was always the one <laughs> i'm so close <laughs> i was always the one that was able to and i, <laughs> I got a mic in my hands <laughs> yeah you're pulling on it adrian's like pull on it and he's still not doing it what the oh, hell genius. that's amazing genius. I think I break my arm if I try. <laughs> oh, hi. Sorry. I was like, oh, yeah, we're recording. I'm sorry. Okay. I'm really tired. What? 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 I don't know. It's fine. We're awkward. Cool. So, we are going to be talking about masturbation today. Like, what better topic than this? Like, am I right? Mm-hmm. Um, so, we're going to be talking about a lot of different things. Like the benefits of masturbation, taboos, stigmas, statistics, and then maybe we're going to share some personal experiences. When I say maybe, (laughs) I mean we are. So if you're one of our parents, you shall probably stop listening right now. Um, Right now. Truth. Truth. I mean, unless you want to know, it's fine. Okay. Nothing to hide. So I'm excited. Too much as a kid. They've all seen it. Oh, they can't hear you. Sorry. I've been caught too much as a kid. They've all seen it. (laughs) can't relate to that thank god all right so do you want to start us it's off oh my gosh do you want to start us off amanda sure hannah (laughs) 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 nice and slow talking (laughs) um so if you didn't know masturbation is super super awesome (laughs) um so not only does it like feel amazing but there are awesome benefits to it as well um like Increasing confidence, uh, lowering blood pressure, um, lowering risk of heart disease. Um, so a lot of stuff that is good for like your body, but then a lot of stuff that's also good for your mental health. Um, 
studies show that people who masturbate actually have more confidence in a bedroom setting than people who don't. That kind of makes sense. If you're touching yourself and you're like experimenting with your own body, then it's easier to talk to your partner when you're actually like doing the deed. Um, so let me just, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Did you catch that? That was nice. <laughs> so, um, so there actually used to be an old joke that said that 98% of people masturbate and the other 2% are lying. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, um, I, so let's just talk about like statistics on masturbation real fast. And I want to be completely transparent that the article that I looked at was from Psychology Today. And they did say that the research that they're looking at for these particular statistics were in a face-to-face study. So... They acknowledge that these statistics are probably suppressed, so people might not have admitted to masturbating in front of someone, like to someone's face, um, instead of like, oh, I could just click a box and it's anonymous and I don't have to look someone in the eye while I tell them I touched myself, <laughs> okay? <laughs> so um, with that in mind, Psychology Today says that 38% of women, and this like, we're just going to go with this, okay? And 61% of men said that they masturbated in the last 12 months. Um, so when we talk about men and women in research settings, it's always very binary. So I'm incredibly sorry that I don't have, like, something that's inclusive. There's not a lot of inclusive research that's done, unfortunately. Um, so when we talk about men, we're talking about generally cis men we talk about women we're talking about cis women okay can we just like create a survey monkey and do our own yeah can we do that oh okay so we're gonna get a survey monkey going and then we're gonna ask you all about your masturbation techniques and uh habits so (laughs) (laughs) just out of curiosity (laughs) write that down (laughs) it's for research it's fine um so men are more likely to masturbate from their teens to middle age. Um, And then there are no studies done with people over 60. So sorry. I hope some of our listeners are over 60 because I would love to see that. Like people over 60 are super sexually active still. So like, come on. Right. Exactly. Those nursing homes. Woo. (laughs) Uh, so one of the highest um, STD rates. STD rates. Yeah. 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 Um, so, mm, masturbate from the teens to middle age. Okay, so men usually masturbate from the teens to middle age, whereas women are more likely to masturbate between the ages of 20 and 39. So, like, in a teenage setting, they tend to not masturbate very much, and then after 40, um, women don't masturbate as often either. Okay? Um, studies also show that masturbation becomes more likely with increased education greater frequency of sexual thoughts, sexual experimentation before puberty, and a larger number of lifetime sexual relationships, although they don't say what that number actually means or is at all. (laughs) Um, And this was true, like, across the board for men and women, so it was the only thing that was, like, inclusive at all. (laughs) Um... I know I'm so sorry, but I'm like trying to read and then make up the noise like in the podcast for the time that I'm reading. Um, Or thinking. Well, I'm like literally reading it. So I'm like trying to like see where I left off. 
Um, oh, also, okay, so American culture, we kind of tend to view masturbation as like this thing that you do when you don't have a sexual partner. Okay, so like, oh, you're not with anyone, you must masturbate all the time. And that's usually like the exact opposite of what is actually happening. Um, studies have shown that people who are in sexual relationships are the people who tend to masturbate more because there's a peaked interest. Uh, whereas if you're not in a sexual relationship, those people have been reported as being, quote, turned off to the idea of masturbation. Okay, so kind of backwards but american culture says that it's like a singles thing it's not <laughs> um so let's kind of break down like the taboo of masturbation because i think that it's super important um and as i just read um masturbation becomes more likely with increased education so if we talk about it you're more likely to diddle okay <laughs> D- diddle i do also want to talk about kind of what you just said especially the part where it's like masturbation is so important to learn your body so you can communicate with your partner. So unfortunately, a lot of people suffer from terrible, like shitty sex syndrome, SSS. Anyone ever experienced that here? Yeah, same. Um, I just (laughs) completely make that up. Um, So SSS is a really terrible thing. And unfortunately, we have shitty sex when we don't know how to communicate our needs. So when you're not communicating, you don't know what this person wants. You don't know what you want then you have shitty sex. I mean, you could like have good sex, but like the, I feel like it's a low percentage. So I mean, if like you're with someone who can't really like read your body and like what's going on, then yeah, yeah you could be having shitty sex. Of course. I mean, I'm not saying it's always that no, way. I but know. I feel like the probability is higher um, when you don't know your body and you can't communicate these needs. But it's hard to communicate during sex too, especially with partners you're, you might not be comfortable with. So it's like, Hard to be like, I want you to touch me here. I like it when you touch me here. Don't touch me here. Well, so. some people don't allow the communication either. Well, don't have sex with those bitches. <laughs> um, I also think that it's super important to note that like, um, like when we communicate during sex, like when 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 I'm masturbating, I'm communicating with myself. You know what I mean? And it's not just like, oh, I need you to touch me here or this feels good. It's I like when you touch me this way. You know what I mean? So whether that's like a hand motion or like pressure, um, like those things are super important too. And there's just not something that you like, you don't, you don't say those things out loud in like a normal conversation. So having those conversations when you're masturbating in your own head (laughs) can be helpful when you're like actually in a partner situation. Am I the only one picturing Amanda just like diddling and like being like, so I really like when you touch me here (laughs) and this feels really good. Good job, Amanda. And like pat self on back. (laughs) The entire time I'm just picturing that. I love it. Um, But masturbation is so empowering too. Um, But yeah, I mean, it it can help in your sex life for sure. Do you either of you see a lot of the times in my case, um, I have mo- a lot of problems getting off myself during sex. A lot of the time it's not an interest or anything like that. It's more so just uh, I have a, I obviously, um, as a lot of people have, I've been circumcised and it's caused a few complications. Um, but the um, outcome usually is I go until 
my partner finishes and then most of the time I will ask them to help me masturbate so uh, a lot of the time sex for me is finished with masturbation and so I mean there's something wrong with that it's yeah no, your experience. I, it's a lot of fun actually because yeah. um, I only have one extra hand <coughs> whereas when I have somebody else they have two extra hands to help me too you're like hey <laughs> there's like so many hands here <laughs> exactly, <laughs> you're like yep. let's do the thing <laughs> that's awesome yeah I mean it's it can be empowering in the bedroom um, with just yourself, with the partner, and just like you said, partners. Um, you can have a really good time with it. And I just think it's so important for your health, like you were saying. Um, yeah. I don't know. I just want to keep, like, jump right into the personal stories because I'm like, let me tell you how it's helped my mental health. <laughs> but, yeah, let's talk about the taboo. So masturbation, when, you, when people talk about it, they just, like, they're like, <gasps> it's like, don't talk about it. <laughs> what is happening? Yep. Why are you saying these things? I don't talk about these things. Like they're hush hush. Like, and it really is because like society's rooted on religion, in my opinion. Um, like sex is supposedly super acceptable in America, but at the same time we shave, we shave. <laughs> I mean, we do shave. I mean, <laughs> some people, we shame everyone and their brother for having sex. It's like such a double standard. It makes no sense. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I feel like I'm on my high horse. So someone else talk. I don't think that was a high horse at all. Like that was the lowest pony ever. <laughs> so, <laughs> Out of um, all the podcasts. The lowest pony. <laughs> yeah. so, guys were scrapping Ray Wakenings. <laughs> it is now the lowest pony. <laughs> um, what was uh, so you you didn't have a high horse? You were on a low pony, and then um, no, I think that it's super important, and also something that like I find when I bring up masturbation anywhere, like to almost anyone besides besides y'all, <laughs> um, is that like I get the ew, it's gross. Something. Okay, I was like, something's going on, but it's not. Um, so it's that it's like inherently gross, like something that you don't talk about, something that you don't do, because why would you touch yourself? I mean, a lot of it shamed in in Christianity as well, like God's watching you. Ooh, I'm so triggered right now. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! What did you say? I said, so is Santa. Sorry. <laughs> no, legit. Like, <laughs> when you said that, I literally got the biggest pit just like sunk in my stomach. And I'm like, why did you have to say those words? <laughs> well, it's probably something that you heard all the time growing up. You grew up in a religious household. You know what I mean? What do you have to do to get off the naughty list uh, after masturbation? Like, what, do what, do? what does Santa do to forgive you if he spo- sees you masturbating? Um, I, 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 I tickle kittens' bellies. I don't know what I'm doing. Um, however, <laughs> wait, damn. Wait, no like, one can I was just well curious, like, if Santa, like, sees you masturbating, puts you on the naughty list, like, what would he be like? Okay, this, this is okay. You're, we're good for that masturbation. You're on the good list now. What's like, what example? do you have to do? I don't know. Like, what do you think? I don't know. What is how judgmental is Santa? Probably, I mean, he sees you when you're sleeping. He knows when you're awake, <laughs> um, and he's judgmental enough to put you on the naughty list because you touched yourself. Like that's true. I also, probably like, would. Yeah. Come on, people are more fluid than naughty or nice. Like, why can't we be both? Can exactly. I be nice in the in the morning and naughty at night? Like, come on. <laughs> All right, we're fluid people. So, um, 
damn, I feel like I lost what I was going to say. What were we talking about? And I was like, (gasps) taboo subject. Oh, oh, like masturbation being gross and stuff. Damn, I really had something good. Religion based around it. The religion based around it. Mm, It was so good. I forget. I know that there's a lot of like TV shows and such where religion is brought in where the parent will shame the child for masturbating where like on uh, I think it was NCIS or something like that. Um, there was this little girl who got a star burn on her hand because her mom would heat up this star mark every time she caught her daughter masturbating and would put it on her hand. Oh no, it, yeah. <laughs> but so uh, um, But yeah, that's the fucked up end of like shaming for masturbation you know that's why like i know a lot of people like that i've talked to uh, on the more female aspect they um sorry they lean towards saying that they haven't masturbated when they up until like 16 17 18 you know a lot of people i've met that's what they say whereas like me as um born a male i was um masturbating i think by eight yeah (laughs) yeah 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 well it's like so natural for like children to explore their bodies like um and this is something super fascinating wasn't planning on talking about this but like i want to i learned something recently from an educator who educates around like how to teach your kids about sex and um she was delving in like the difference between like child sexuality and adult sexuality so like children when they touch their genitals like they're learning their body they touch every part of their body they find their toes they start putting them in their mouth like they're trying to learn their body and get to know themselves and um adults have this perspective of like okay we have we have an adult sexuality and we project our adults sexuality on these children who are completely innocent and then you like see a child like touching themselves or exploring their body and then you assume that some kind of trauma has happened to them not saying it doesn't happen to some people however we can't project this like adult sexuality onto children because that's just not realistic for them they are children they are learning their bodies and we should learn our bodies throughout our entire existence um yeah I think that's a really good point. And I might, I'm, I don't know, Keith, if you have any children at all, but oh, I got two. a hair. You have two? Yes. Fantastic. Yeah. Um, uh, goodness. How old are they? Uh, like three old. and eight. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. I have a three-year-old uh, boy and yeah. he is, uh, I remember probably like six months, seven months ago, uh, he was staying at my parents' house and... <laughs> He had an erection, which is completely normal for children. He's had yeah. an erection since he was oh like yeah, two no, weeks my, old. My like kids run around the house all the time, and it's like... <laughs> right. <laughs> you, just, you just look the other way, like, okay, that's happening. <laughs> yep, yeah, exactly. And um, I remember I picked him up from my parents' house, and my mom was like, Dad was real freaked out about his penis. And I was like... Uh, cause he doesn't have one too. I don't understand what's going on. Right. Why are yeah. you so nervous <laughs> about my child's genitals? Like, and my mom was like, "Oh, you know, he had an erection a couple times," and I'm like, "Yeah, people get them. Like, he he peed. You change his diaper. Yeah, the cold hits. Like, your blood pressure goes down. Something happens. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's it, fine. Calm down. Um, and then like a month later, we were taking a bath, and he found his penis. 
And he was like, oh, and started like stroking it. And I was like, yeah, does that feel good? Like, this is private time stuff, buddy. But like, this is okay. You know what I mean? So I'm already trying to have that conversation <laughs> yeah. without it being yeah, like, like, go, I want you to masturbate. You know what I mean? <laughs> but like, <Yeah>. go. <laughs> well, it's also true. Uh, we were talking about how like the birds and the bees talk talk should never happen it should be a constant conversation that you're yeah. having over time it shouldn't be this oh no they're like 10 now like let's sit them down and make them feel really fucking uncomfortable because <laughs> a lot of the time before 10 they're doing stuff exactly so like we should just be way. communicating positively about exploring your body um starting from a young age now that you bring up the birds and the bees, I just like remembered. Did they call it the movie when we were like learning about like sex ed and like first learning about puberty when you were in school? They went to school together. I think they did. Uh, there was like one like short video kind of thing they played. I know that during um, uh, one of the science classes, we had to watch a video on somebody giving birth. That's one thing I remember. But other than that, our sex ed class was not too informative, to be honest. You know, it's basic American sex ed class, you know. Y'all have shitty health instructors. Like, holy shit. No, I, was I just remember. <laughs> I remember, like, it was fifth grade and yes. we were getting ready to, like, learn about puberty because, like, that's when people's bodies, like, really start changing. And, like, all the kids were like, we're going to watch the movie. <laughs> and I was like, I don't know what this is, but now I'm scared. That's, <laughs> you know? that's how it was at my school, too. It was the movie, and it was like, the boys are in the other room. And yeah, like <laughs> they separated us. Yeah, yeah, because like, boys can't know about periods. But like we, we still learned about, about the other side, but separately. Oh, yeah, yeah, but like very little, I, well, at least in my school. This very, very little. tiniest little dot. yeah. I do also want to like remind listeners that when we say girl and boy in this moment, it's like vagina owners or vulva owners and penis owners. Cool. Okay. So, um, what's that? Also from like a 10 year old's perspective, like I was in fifth grade and like 10, you know what I mean? So I was like, why are they separating the girls and the boys? You know? No, 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 same. But I just want to be like consistent with like, our language on the po yeah. podcast and stuff. Yeah. Um, just to remind listeners, because I mean, a lot of people listening probably aren't used to inclusivity. Um, and I just want to remind them, you know, <laughs> I'm just like, remember <laughs> all the inclusivity. It's very sweet to include the uh, non-binary. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like we're there's like a lot of non-binary people in this room. So <laughs> yeah, <exactly. laughs> I'm like, come on, uh, we got to do ourselves justice. Well, numbered. <laughs> Sorry, not it. But we're all under the trans umbrella. So I guess yeah. we're all together yeah cool we in, the, we in the tea club okay i'm gonna move on all right so um so we all agree that stigma is pretty much based on like societal expectations fear um fear of god <laughs> um religion uh sinful nature of things um separation of church and state no i'm just kidding <laughs> but like Okay. Um, but yeah, I mean, there's a lot of different things that stigmatize it, but people do view it as gross. They view it, view it as unnecessary, especially if you're in a relationship, because God forbid, okay, that you can still self-pleasure while you have a partner or partners. Like, uh, 
excuse me? <laughs> it, we have, a, we have, and we've talked about this on our sex podcast, which we'll do many of these, obviously. Sex is a never-ending topic. Um, but, like, we have a, we have sex with ourselves and partners. So, like, we have a relational sex, and then we have individual sex. And individual sex, bow chicken, wow, wow, have fun with yourself. Like, come on. Yeah, and, like, when you're having like sex with yourself it's really a time that you can explore without like having to worry about whether or not your partner <laughs> is gonna like judge you for the kinky shit that you want to try out like <laughs> no i'm just picturing yourself like spanking yourself <laughs> you're like yeah <laughs> just stop talking no i'm just kidding i'm just kidding i have a very vivid um mind i was like i'm so tired imagination yes thank you (laughs) my imagination is legit (laughs) but yeah so okay anyone else have anything about stigma how do you think we can end the stigma more education i think a lot of you know how people say mostly it's you like gross i think mostly it's because they don't know how to deal with the mess afterwards like if you had a more like if they just did it more often maybe they'd find a cleaner way of doing it then they'd be like oh this isn't as gross you know because i don't think the actual feel of coming is gross uh, to them at least not in the moment they're not going to feel gross coming i at least hope unless that's what you like go for it i was gonna be like what if they're into it (laughs) (laughs) but um most of the time if like for penis owners they can make a lot of mess just shooting anywhere depending on the velocity <laughs> so if you had a, a lot I of mean, people i'm just gonna walk into your room and there's just sperm <laughs> all over the walls <laughs> <laughs> what's the tech how did you paint your wall like it's such an interesting texture i've never seen the splatter before <laughs> i remember this one guy that i was dating and like he had told me like, he had a box of tissues and everything. He's like, I have this down to a science. I know exactly how many tissues I need. Like, so, like, we were in it. He had the tissues all ready. And he's like, all right, I'm ready. And then just, like, cups the tissues over. And the tissues just soak it all up. <laughs> and I'm like, how do you? Okay. <laughs> you know, I just, like, wasn't ready for it. But, like, it was really cool. Masturbation keeps the tissue industry going you're welcome (laughs) if they don't want to keep uh spending money if you are poor like me you could always use a shirt or um the classic sock (laughs) yeah yeah (laughs) the classic (laughs) just do your laundry it's fine (laughs) (laughs) just don't wear dirty clothes that are in the laundry i have a really funny story um so it's not about masturbation can i tell it Go for it. Okay. So I had this partner in high school and we did some things and I snuck into his house and we like had a blanket over us and like obviously like we had no tissues because we were sneaking in. We we're like being all sneaky and stuff. Um, I wish you all could see me because I'm like, nah. Um, and he like came into the blanket and then we heard noises and I was like, ah, and I run out of the house and he folds up the blanket <laughs> puts it back into like his family thing and then he said he like ran into his room so um or like later in the evening i mean this was at like 3 a.m and um when he came back out like at like six to like use the bathroom or something he looks over and his mom is laying on the couch using the blanket no 
my god. <laughs> I mean, all of us are sitting here with like our our heads in our hands. We know where this is going, but like, oh my god. Like, at least take the blanket so with you. Right. I would I don't know. I would have like gone into the kitchen and like spilled milk all over. It. Like, sorry, I made a mess. Oh, we gotta clean this real fast. Like, just fucking do it. <laughs> See, I, I had a story, but it wasn't um, so much like a cum blanket kind of thing. It was more. We more can transition from cum blankets. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> it was. Uh, there was this one girl in high school that I fooled around with, and um, I was hanging out with her at her house. And when I left. Because her parents were leaving, I had to leave. Um, I'm walking down the street. They w- drive by, and then of course, you know, she has me turn around, and I walk back, and we're hanging out. And then they came back early, and I was just like, "Oh crap!" Because I was the one that noticed it. I looked, at, I saw the lights going across the um, uh, garage, across the garage, and I was just like, "Shit, somebody's here!" So I run to go grab my shoes, but that's at the front door, right where they're gonna be walking in. So I quick grabbed them, ran upstairs, hit up into her room the best I could, and they even like c- came upstairs and everything. Like was using the bathroom. I was like, Fuck, "Am I stuck in this house <laughs> forever?" You're like I'm making a home in this dirty laundry right here. <laughs> yeah, and like even like her parents are walking around and everything. She walks in to like check on me to see how I am. And then she tries to start doing stuff with me. And I'm like... In the closet? I, was, I wasn't even in the closet. I was oh. like under a chair. I was like, I don't know where to hide. There's par- <laughs> parents are home. I don't know what to do. You're like, find the local chair. Local chair. I don't know what I'm saying. It's fine. But she like... I'm like, your parents are like, stop. Get, go, go, go. Like distract them as the like dad is like walking down the hallway. And like I hid right under the chair. Dad gets stopped in the doorway by her. And they go off. Dad leaves um, with the mom again. And... Um, I was just like, okay, so I'm gonna go, and then I, yeah, that was the last time I pulled around (laughs) with her. It was very scary. Oh my god! (laughs) Yeah, that's no fun. That's yeah. That's terrifying. I mean, that reminded me of a lot of other stories I have, but we don't need to go in that. A lot of hiding (laughs) stories. Um, it's fine. I had an interesting teenage year. Teenage years. I almost said teenage girl. I don't know what that is. Um, okay, so masturbation do we want to talk about personal stories well let's talk about i guess like not to like go one by one but like how i guess like when was the first time you discovered you were masturbating i don't know let's go first so i didn't know what masturbation was up until a friend showed me he i had a friend stay over the night and uh he started masturbating like to some you know the late night tv where you would see it would be fuzzy but every now and then it would blip and you'd see porn there was like it was like the 100 something channel area (laughs) either way i thought you were gonna say dr ruth and i'm like yes dr ruth was (laughs) one of them that you saw in the in the flashes (laughs) but um i was just like what the fuck is this guy doing you know and then he's just like you know if you wanted to you can i was like no, nah, I'm good. <laughs> I like did uh, like not the first time in front of somebody, you know. So, um, I don't know. I can't really remember that well if he did more or not, like on his own. But I went off uh, away. I was like, okay, I'll leave you alone, <laughs> obviously. But um, later on, I had my first attempt at masturbation. 
was uh, I had a slipper. <laughs> and you know slippers on the inside are quite soft. <laughs> so I was, that happened to be my masturbation slipper from then on. Designated masturbation slipper, right? <laughs> <laughs> I have some unicorn slippers in the other room. Do you want to borrow them? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> so how, how old do you think you were? You said eight before? Um, yeah, eight was about when I started masturbating. I think I was seven-ish when... He was seven also, like we were the same age. But um, I think that's when um, it happened. But then it was like later on, like a couple months later, I tried. I was like, yeah. okay. Like, well, it looks I'll kind of it. interesting. Let's you go. <laughs> yeah. He said, give it a shot. So why not? <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> okay. So um, I was like a statistic. I think I was like 17, 18, probably when I like first masturbated. And it was just like, I didn't care. I didn't care before then. You know, like, I don't know. I think I was like interested in what my body looked like when I was younger, but I didn't really care about touching my, like it didn't feel that awesome. And it's obviously cause I wasn't doing it right. But like, <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but I think I was like 13 when my friends started talking about how they would masturbate or at least like, Oh, I, I was bathing and I touched myself and it felt good. And I don't know what's going on. You know what I mean? So, uh, so it was still, like, late, considering that, like, eight was when you started. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Um, so for me, it was pretty young. Um, I would say that I was either six or seven. Um, I don't know. It was, like, so it's actually kind of, like, a weird story, but I feel like I'm I excited. have to tell it. It's the porno movie. I don't remember. Yeah, I'll the know, butthole I'll know twitching. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's so it's such a cute story. <laughs> um, you're so red right now. <laughs> so you we gave it away, so there's no surprise anymore. I know. Just say it. Okay, so we had gone down to my dad's, and he had gone to sleep, and. Um, you know, as kids, we were staying up and stuff, and my brothers had switched it to this channel. I don't know if they knew what it was. I didn't know what it was. I uh, had no clue what was going on, but it was like, you know, Time Warner Cable, and you had, like, uh, Dad got the package with the X-rated channels. (laughs) And so we're, like, sitting there watching the movie, and I'm like... I don't know why. What are why are these people doing this? Like, <laughs> you know, but my butthole is twitching and it kind of feels nice. I don't know. Like, I was just like so confused in that moment. I had no clue what was going on. And Dad ended up coming out like <laughs> yelling at us because I think eventually he heard the TV. Um, kind of hard to miss, <laughs> right? And so, like, a couple months later, you know, I was like, well, they seemed like they were having fun, so I'm going to see why, you know? And, like, the first time orgasming, like, I just, like, I thought I had to intensely pee out of nowhere. I thought that's what the feeling was. And so, like, I ran to the bathroom really quick. (laughs) 
but I didn't pee. And I'm like, why am I not peeing? I feel like I have to pee. <laughs> it was like the strangest thing ever. So like when I tried again, like it happened again. And so I was like, well, I guess this is normal. How old were you? Six or seven. Oh, okay. If you said that at the beginning, I'm sorry. I didn't hear it. Um, okay, my turn. Um, I don't remember how old I was. I was definitely, I would say at least 10 to 12, maybe. No, maybe older. I don't remember. I don't know. Um, but I feel like I'm trying so hard to remember, but I've repressed a lot of my, my teenage years. Um, but I'm pretty sure, I mean. Haven't we all? Yeah, literally. <laughs> so I don't remember when I found it, but I did. And I would like only like clitorally like masturbate. Um, and I mean, I didn't know it was a clitoris. I used to, okay, I have a really, really terrible story. Remind me of it with tampons. Okay. Um, nothing to do with masturbation. <laughs> so nothing to do with, I don't masturbate with tampons. If you do, I'm not judging you. Um, so, um, yeah, I, I wouldn't be able to fall asleep without it. So I became, I, I honestly have a weird relationship to masturbation, which we'll get into later. Like I'm almost addicted to it. Um, and I'll talk about it more later, like I said, but like I could not fall asleep without doing it. Um, I don't, once again, don't remember my age, probably somewhere between like 10 and 15. I don't know. I know that's a large, large range, but, um, I would like sleep over at friend's house. And for some reason, I mean, maybe it was the universe that did this, but all my friends made me sleep on the ground, um, and not in their bed. Um, which was beneficial for me because I needed to masturbate before I fall asleep. So at least I wasn't sitting next to someone. Was that maybe why they had you sleep on the floor? Maybe. <laughs> I, but I was very sneaky. Oh, okay. No one knew. It was after. Th- and for some reason, no I'm one falls asleep. I'm curious if any of them are going to listen to this. I don't care. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> like someone's going to listen to this and be like, Hannah, I knew. That's why you slept on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this was only between those ages. So, like, after that, like, my friends, like, who might be listening, who I was friends with, like, through there and slept over at your house. And, like, one of my good friends finally let me start sleeping on her bed, in her bed, and I wouldn't masturbate in bed with her. So, um, yeah. Okay. Whatever. Getting past myself. So, um, I would just, like, do my thing on the ground, finally be able to fall asleep. And then, yeah. So, that was, like, my first remembrance of masturbation. It's funny that you mentioned that, like, you would only, like, clitorally masturbate because I think that's why it took me so long to, like, figure it out because I would watch porn and I'd be like, yeah, this feels good. And then I wouldn't end up doing anything because I'm like, they're just doing the vagina stuff. And that, like, intimidated me because for some reason the idea of having my own fingers inside of me was like no that's like sticking your finger in your belly button and feeling your insides like it just in my head it made sense okay like <laughs> so i think that's why it took me so long because i was like no one's touching any other part in porn like porn is very much like maybe not so much now i you see it a little bit more but like what 10 fucking years ago (laughs) you know it was not a thing that i saw very often i feel like porn more so has made it um kind of uh, misleading for some people as far as masturbation (laughs) goes too because they seem to think that you can come from just penetration you know which is total lie um 
but well yeah for some people but um yeah they seem to make it like such an intense showing that a lot of people actually like (laughs) one of my friends uh, i'm sorry to use your story um had a (laughs) (laughs) yeah no no names um had a a one night stand and the way they described it was that it felt like they were being fucked by like a porn star and it was stiff and awkward and not fun and when you only have porn to teach you how to masturbate or have sex or anything like that i'm telling you you're doing it mostly wrong especially because like I feel like people simplify it so much. They're like, there's a penis, there's a vagina. You stick the pole in the hole. And it's like, that's all, like, they think that, like, a vulva is just, like, a vagina. And it's more than a hole. (laughs) Like, there is so many parts to it. Like, the clitoris is, like, magnificent. And there's external parts of the clitoris. It actually wraps in um, around the exterior vulva and then into the vagina and up two inches inside do the come hither motion is the g-spot aka the elongated clitoris because the clitoris is phenomenal um so there's a lot of parts to the clitoris and then there's also the vagina and then there's also the g-spot and then there's also the the exterior labias that feel really good too for some people so it's like there's so much more to the experience i mean also like stick a finger in the butt like come on um so it's please <laughs> please <laughs> what's that play like any sort of like perineum or like taint gooch play is like so many nerves especially for someone with a prostate like if you don't want to put your finger in someone's butt but you want to give them a really great sensation of prostate stimulation uh put a vibrator on the perineum or you can uh tickle it with your finger whatever you want it can feel really great for that person so obviously this is all consensual please ask permission before you stick your finger in someone's ass um but like there's so much more to a sexual experience even with yourself that like people just look at porn and they're like cool they put a penis in a vagina they put a finger in a vagina or multiple fingers mostly um but it's like and then also oral like okay can we just have a whole episode about oral yes (sighs) okay I'll shut up then. I have so many problems with oral. So many problems. But so many good things. But like problems because of how it's portrayed or like personal problems? Because like oral's fantastic. (laughs) Not personal problems. Nowadays. (laughs) Um, Back in the day. Yerp. Um, I just think many people don't know how to oral. So we're going to have a whole episode about oral. (laughs) What? (laughs) oral like it's a verb now we're oraling today (laughs) i think we should verb it it's fine um so yeah okay what's another question about masturbation so the first one was how old were you how about did your parents ever talk to you about it i want to know okay well we don't have to ask no (laughs) i don't think so but maybe. <laughs> maybe but after dad came down and saw us watching maybe. porn. <laughs> like, yeah, I didn't have anyone who talked to me about it. Hell no, I did not. <laughs> I just got lucky enough not to impregnate anybody up until 23. No, 25. Sorry. <laughs> Age is hard Age to remember. Is <laughs> yeah, um, absolutely not. No way. 
sinful sin 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 um all right what other questions okay i don't know should we just like talk delve into our experiences or like how masturbation has like shaped our life do you want me to start sure okay i just like to talk okay what'd you say You've been waiting for this. I guess. Um, <laughs> I'm like, you're talking about, like, it's my first day of school. Like, oh, my God, tomorrow's the day. I get to tell the world about my masturbation. I mean, yeah. No. Okay. Um, so, <laughs> all right. Okay. So, um, masturbation is amazing. I love it. I have a great relationship to it. However, I did mention earlier that I kind of have, like, an addiction to it. Um, I mean, not so much anymore, But, like, I always have had, like, an addictive relationship to masturbation because, like I said, like, I couldn't fall asleep without it for a while. And then, like, um, after, like, experiencing a lot of sexual trauma, I uh, became abstinent and I was in college, so that was hard. Um, And I still dated people and stuff, but I was very strict and I said, you know what, I'm going to heal and for a year I'm going to be abstinent. So, obviously, abstinent with other people. But with myself, woo! I'm surprised I still have a clitoris. <laughs> like, let's be honest. <laughs> because, damn. Um, so, yeah. I would do it constantly. Like, all the time. And it would be a daily thing. Like, multiple times a day. And I lived by myself. I was an RA. Only plus of being an RA in college. One, you save a lot of money. Two, you can masturbate because no one else lives in your room. Um, <laughs> so... Sorry if you were one of my residents or neighbors in college. You're welcome. Um, So (laughs) you know what I was doing. So for a year, I developed this relationship to myself, like this sexual relationship to myself that I became very dependent on. Um, But it also was like so empowering for myself because like I've had a lot of like very negative sexual experiences um so that was my way of like reclamation so it was like really positive for me it really helped me mentally um helped me with my stress in college you're stressed as fuck um but also dealing with like trauma coming up you're dealing with all these like this drama in school I also worked like three jobs and did like a million extracurriculars I was a little loony um but I loved it and I was stressed out of my mind though so like masturbating helped me with my stress, helped me build a relationship to my body, helped me empower myself, um, through all of that, you know, and, um, it was great. So yeah, my first vibrator ever was a gift at 18 from Marion, who was on the podcast about (laughs) queer history. Um, and wait, no, not about queer history. Um, that was not Marion. I'm so sorry. Marion was on the Does This Offend You um, podcast. Or Hope This Doesn't Offend You. She gave me my first um, vibrator. Uh, what was it called? Oh, Bear Hug. Um, so anytime we saw a bear, I would like send a picture to her. And then we found a shirt in Walmart that said Bear Hug. It was amazing. Um, <laughs> but uh, this toy was gigundous and I never put it inside me because I was terrified of it but it vibrated so that's all I needed (laughs) so like when I masturbate I like almost solely do it externally um every once in a while if I'm really feeling it I'll like do it like internally as well um or like I'll do dual action so external and internal but majority wise like external all the way um 
And weird fact, fun fact, I actually solely masturbate clitorally with like on top of my underwear. Like I don't mostly because I'm lazy (laughs) (laughs) and I don't want to like lube myself and like all that stuff because like then I will have to like go wash off after and I'm just lazy. Is that bad? Smart. That's smart. (laughs) Like I said earlier about clean masturbation, you know, makes it easier. I'm just lazy. Um, But yeah, so like I was introduced to a vibrator and it changed my life indefinitely. Um, Amazing. However, I do remember my old skills. (laughs) I was like solely fingers. Um, And I'm curious if they would still work. (laughs) I'm like curious. I might try it, but I would like lay. Should I just get into details? It's fine. So I would like lay on my stomach, and I would like start at like the top of my clitoris and just like rub my finger down, and then I would go back up. I like tease myself. I go back up and do it again. I do it over and over again, and like laying on my stomach. (laughs) Such a tease, jeez. Um, just ask Adrian. I kind of am a tease. Um, Truth. Yeah. (laughs) So that was my like DJ skills like before vibrators. But like once I got vibrators, like it changed my life. Um, And now I sell vibrators. So full circle. I don't know. Um, But yeah, I guess. I mean, I still masturbate a lot. Adrian has some. (laughs) I remember you gave me my first vibrator. Did I? Yeah. What was it? The what was it the thunderhead and i called it no not thunderhead that sounds horrifying (laughs) no what was it called it was called oh shit we called it zeus i know we called it zeus because the actual name was something like thunder something it was not thunder (laughs) what was it called i need to know you know exactly what it looks like, veins and all. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I'll figure it out. Um, but yeah, I can't believe I got your first vibrator. Oh yeah. yeah, that's awesome. Okay, I'll stop talking now. But I could go on for hours. It's fine. It's okay. You have a good relationship and experience, obviously, with <laughs> masturbation. <laughs> um, so actually, you bringing up your first vibrator reminds me. Uh, so. I was probably 16 when I started masturbating because I remember I went to Spencer's. No, 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 no. Show World. I went to Show World with my friend at 16 and they didn't fucking card us, so I bought myself a fucking vibrator at 16. <laughs> like, here we are, high schoolers. I'm in 10th grade. <laughs> so we checked out <laughs> the vibrator and it's called Thunder Vibe. And it's actually Thunder Vibe and Hannah... Told you it was look thunder. Like. A little bit like, thunder. Yeah. A little bit Bring of lightning. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're good. Kerchow. <laughs> Kerchow. Oh, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. No. <laughs> I don't know. Sorry, kid, I have kids. We don't do the, <laughs> the cars <laughs> thing. <laughs> um, Someone will get it. So, yeah, I'm like 16... When I got my first vibrator, which like, don't go to Show World, obviously, um, unless you want a vibrator and you're underage and you want a creep to cash you out. But <laughs> yeah, so, um, and I remember getting it because my boyfriend wanted to try it at the time, and we ended up never doing it together. 
It was just me. And I was like, this is fine. But it was like hard plastic. And it was literally called My First Vibrator. And I was like, this sounds great because I didn't know anything about anything. So it was hard plastic and it looked like a fucking rocket ship. And it was light purple. It was lavender and took batteries. And it was like the least powerful thing that I've ever had on me. (laughs) Like ever. (laughs) Like it was horrible. But it was my first. So like special place in my dirty little heart. (laughs) That's all that I got right now. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, we're talking about how meant how it's done good for us. Duh. I'm like, we're we're telling stories and I had a story and then here it is, my story. <laughs> so okay, so um okay, so we've talked about this before. I'm fat. So that has been kind of a thing that like has um affected like my self worth, especially like sexually. Um you know, being told like you're not going to be sexually attractive unless you're you look this way, and bullshit. Oh, right, I'm sexy as fuck. Shut up. <laughs> so, yeah, flip my hair back. <laughs> I don't have it. <laughs> so, um, so when I started like getting attention from people, that was cool. But then like getting attention for myself was like way cooler. Like. Um, finally being able to like explore my body and same thing. Like I only, I only do external, um, unless I'm like really digging it. It just doesn't fucking do anything for me. Like cool. And I can't play just the tip with myself. It's really difficult. You got to get a suction cup and like, (laughs) no fun. (laughs) And and I'm lazy too. So I'm like, whatever's going to be quickest. And, like, all I need is, like, three minutes, and I'm in and out, and it's done. Fine. Go. <laughs> like, my day's better. <laughs> so, <laughs> so pick me up. Um, so, and same same thing for me, that, like, once I started masturbating, it was, like, and I figured out how to do it well. <laughs> um, it became, like, something that I did all the time, pretty much. Like, and not, like, like all of the time, but, like, like, a couple times a day like every single day for like months on end and like that was totally fine with me I'm like I see no issues with it it didn't affect anything but it just like looking back I'm like wow that was a lot of masturbating like (laughs) (laughs) like, it's a lot you're literally describing me right now but like like do you have experience like like masturbating once and then like having to do it like many more times in like one sitting so I'm actually the type of person that has multiple orgasms anyway. So like when I when I have an orgasm, like my first orgasm comes really fast. Like within two or three minutes if I'm by myself, usually like within five if I'm with a partner. And then my second orgasm takes me another like couple minutes. So I'm always like, can I make it to the second one? Like do I have time for this? Because <laughs> three minutes sounds, it's so quick when you go, when, you, when you're masturbating, three minutes is so fast. You take three minutes to orgasm when masturbating? No, like within three minutes, I'm like in and out. Yeah. It, you. I mean, okay, so like start, start a vibration to end is probably 45 seconds. So I'm saying like in the time to like get me ready and like, like, and then give myself a little bit of self-care afterwards because I still care. I care about me. Okay. <laughs> right. It's <laughs> exactly. I don't want to fucking leave. <laughs> so... Like, beginning to end is, like, three minutes, yeah. 
Um, but yeah, when I'm with a partner, it'll take me up to five. Like five is a long time for me. Um, so yeah, definitely after the first time, I'm like, I wonder if it'll come a little faster because it's so easy for me. It's so easy for me to have multiple orgasms that I'm like, why wouldn't I, why would I not just sit here and enjoy this? Like it's, there's no harm, no harm. Yeah, no, you go ahead. Okay, sorry. Um, so I've had like an up and down kind of relationship with masturbation throughout my life because I've been through the addictive stage of it where um, being, I've always been in relationships. I've never really been single. So it's obviously I've been, uh, the statistic on masturbation during relationships is a little off, but um, I back in the day you know it was more so like when my libido was a little higher um i would be able to have sex with somebody and back then when sex was still new and curious for me you know i was able to actually be able to finish without having to masturbate afterwards also i was not the best at sex back then <laughs> i should say because i was your I mean, typical i'm sure we all can relate to that <laughs> i was your typical one where it was once i was done oh okay cool that sex is done you know because as society likes to groom us uh, once the guy's finished it's done which is not true if you have the right partner <laughs> truth <laughs> <laughs> but my downsides were more so the addictive side because i have problems um uh, being able to finish during sex if I've came at all during the day. So if I think, like, being in relationships, I've always had, like, the option of sex if they're in the mood. But then there's always, of course, the nights where they're not in the mood. So I'll be like, okay, th they tell me earlier in the day they're not in the mood, so I'll masturbate earlier in the day. Then they come home and they're like, hey, I'm in the mood. And I'm like, fuck. <laughs> so I masturbated earlier, so it's going to be a little bit of a long night tonight. <laughs> But so that's where like masturbation plays in a little up and down on me because um, I've since eight haven't stopped masturbating almost every day, yeah. <laughs> almost every day. And like I will like there's a bit of tease I give myself sometimes like nowadays I like to consider myself like a masturbation connoisseur. It has to be just the right video, just the right setting kind of thing. But um, like scented candle lit <laughs> <laughs> exactly yeah you know and <laughs> like linen sheets <laughs> <laughs> like to pamper myself when uh, tissues <laughs> <laughs> i gotta get the nice silk shirt <laughs> but um the upside is it's you know a lot of the times when the days where i have where they aren't in the mood when they come home it's like okay cool i had my little meant uh like hit of serotonin or whatever so i'm happy for the day it takes like depending on how quick i want to be it could take a minute to if i like to tease myself i can go an hour yeah, yeah. edging yes Get it. <laughs> can we talk about edging for people who might not be aware of what edging is so basically edging is just like getting yourself to almost orgasm and then like taking it away abruptly like right at that peak almost and then like warming yourself back up to that and letting go again and then continuously doing that so yeah i would always let it get to that point stop let myself get like 
semi soft mm-hmm. and then go right back at it. And because if I waited like 30 seconds and then tried, I would it like would almost instantly be able to come yeah. then. But uh, I had to wait until it was like down. Then I'm like, okay, back to work. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do this. But um, it's definitely. I was at the point where I wasn't able to sleep at night without masturbation. So if I hadn't masturbated at all during the day, of course, the last thing I do at night, masturbate, pass right out. And it's actually helped me stay awake before, too, on a lot of nights when I've done like overnight shifts. Mm-hmm. Not saying I masturbated at work. I mean, I, do. <laughs> <laughs> I, um, w- I always lived two minutes away from where I work. Oh, cool. So I would just take a lunch break, go home. Let's pop one off and uh be back to work and it would keep me awake yeah. uh even though it was such a strenuous like rush of adrenaline and all that stuff you know how it can be um but yeah it's almost like nowadays almost desensitized for me to the point where like i gotta take breaks yeah <laughs> but yeah Ooh. okay I have a couple things. Mm-hmm. Are you open to some feedback about your sex? Yeah. Okay. So I know how you said like when you masturbate during the day, like you can't really like you struggle like later having sex. Mm-hmm. Why don't you just disconnect from orgasm in general and just have fun and like please yourself. See, that's what I've started doing recently cool. due to the fact of like I, a lot of um, people I've slept with recently, I feel and I've talked with them, they feel a little invalidated kind of when I don't come. And it's like, it's nothing against you. It's just my body's not letting me. I'm Mm -hmm. fully in the mood. I'm hard, all in it. And my mentality is once they come, I'm good with sex. After that, I don't really need to come. Even if they don't, if they don't want to help me masturbate, fine, I can do it later. You know, I got before bedtime, that kind of stuff. But like, I don't know. It's hard because, like, it's so ingrained in society that um, sex is orgasm-based, but it's really pleasure-based. So, like, unlearning that is so important. So, it's really cool you've taken those steps. Yeah. Um, Oh, uh, oh, sorry. I just also want to point out that, like, um, I've had a few partners who have also been like that. Like, whether it's, um, like, for one of them, it was an anxiety thing. Mm. They just couldn't. um, I think that it was more about, like, they couldn't. Uh, have an orgasm during sex because it was procreation in their head um it was a yeah it was a little strange maybe Um, adding a little religion something maybe yeah probably like layers of religion and shame but like um but it was it was them and that's fine yeah and so uh after the second partner (laughs) who also had that same experience i was like i gotta do some research on this one and it's like 35 to 40 percent of people with penises don't have an orgasm or cannot have an orgasm during regular like penetrative sex so like it's completely normal yeah especially as we like get older a lot of it's based around uh circumcision um because losing 20 to 30,000 nerve endings just in the circumcising um process um loses so much sensitivity in that process and i think it was um, don't quote me on this. The I think the statistic back then was 17% of children um, have mishapped uh, circumcisions where they actually um, like accidental penis lopped off kind of stuff. And That's high. Yeah, and just a general reason to not circumcise, in my opinion. We're going to have a opinion. whole podcast on this now. I just wrote it down. So if you <laughs> want to come back, 
Oh yeah, no, I I will um, re up with my knowledge with yeah, my yeah. ex because she, she's where I learned all this. I yeah. didn't. I was born circumcised. I didn't know. I literally was described a um, cir- uncircumcised being a flap of skin in front of the um, t- uh, the hole of your penis. Yeah. So I just thought it was like literally like the hole of the penis, and then there was like a little flap that like when oh. you peed would like <laughs> like horrible. cat door up, you know. <laughs> but no, I. Obviously, as I got older, I delightfully found out it wasn't that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Because actually, in my opinion, I enjoy uh, foreskin more yeah. so yeah. during sex. It's a lot more fun. Yeah. Um, and I, it holds in a lot more lubrication, all that mm-hmm. stuff. But we'll leave that for the other podcast. Yeah, I will totally. I love, I love talking about that stuff. So we're ready. Um. Also, quick question because I mean I don't know how open you are to talking about it, so we can cut it out. Um, but I know you said that you had a vasectomy, um, has that affected like pleasure in any way or I guess just more information? Yeah, I did have, um, a vasectomy after my first kid, uh, and only, um, child. Um, I do have two kids. Sorry, I should, um, verify that i have a stepson i raised him since he was one he's eight years old now and he will forever be my child nobody can say different but um even though me and his mom are split he's still my kid anyways um upon having the vasectomy i it was a little scary i had to go i think they said like two months without masturbating or any any sexual work uh, even though i waited a week oh shit (laughs) But my... I can't uh, wait any longer. <laughs> yeah, no, it wasn't more so me that couldn't wait. It was the person I was with at the time. But um, the uh, end result of that process was I got a granuloma, which is a... Um, it generally is a pea-sized um, ball mass in the tubes that they had um, cauterized because they cut you open, pull the tubes out, snip them, cauterize them, and... Away they go. But um, normally it's only like a pea size. Mine got to be about like a golf ball. So it was like I had a third testicle basically. Wow. <laughs> and it was painful. It was I had to walk bow-legged, everything for a while. And for the longest, like I had that sex like one or two, two weeks after it. And didn't really do much anymore after that. And then I was like, man, this thing will not go away. And then finally I masturbated and like it was like gone. Like what? within the next week went away. I was like, was it just build up or something? I don't know. Maybe. But either way, it's gone. I'm very happy it's gone. It was the universe's way to say, please start mas- masturbating again. Yeah. <laughs> but the getting the vasectomy has helped me more mentally view like that. It to me, it's more important for my partner to come. So and like, I feel like when you don't have a vasectomy a lot of the people that i talk to say oh i I couldn't get one because something would feel like it's missing something does feel like it's missing you can't have kids which is in my case a good thing i don't want kids and like it changes up the mentality is more so like back then i guess since 18 i wanted a kid so i guess more so my mentality back then on sex was to procreate but now it's like well, I need to explore and pleasure all sorts of different pleasures and that kind of stuff. So that's kind of also 
led to me more so needing to uh, masturbate after sex kind of thing because um, in the past I was able to come more so during sex and stuff like that, but it's just like a rare shot, you know, that kind of thing. But the vasectomy did kind of alter, but I wouldn't say in a bad way. Thank you for sharing that. That's awesome. Um, masturbation. So for me, it's always been like a good thing. Um, so, um, I guess like ever since, you know, I discovered it, you know, it's always been a pleasurable feeling. And so it's something that I've always kind of like explored and, um, doing it in, different positions and different rhythms and um, imagining different things. I mean, I can remember playing with my toys and um, creating sexual experiences between them, whether it was Hot Wheels or if it was like Barbie dolls, you know, but like playing around with different scenes. Um, I don't know. How does it improve your mental health? Oh, um, so it helps me, I don't know, as of lately, masturbation's actually been a little hard. Um, I don't really do it ever, um, and part of that is, um, I'm not home very often, and when I am, like, I don't have the confidence to go in the other room, even when Hannah's home, to... Even though I'm like, babe, just do it myself. do it. Close the door. It's yeah. fine. But, but like, already, it, like, sale. masturbating in general for me is, like, a 20-minute process. Like, I have to sit down. It takes me about two minutes to find a video. And then it's, like, another... Only fif- two minutes? <laughs> I mean, it's a long time. Um... But I also have like a general idea of like what I like to watch. So I just kind of like go back to that. But it's also like it takes me a while to build it up. And so it's like usually 15 minutes to actually get to the point of coming. And usually once I have like the big orgasm, I can't orgasm again. I'm, I'm not really someone to have like... M- I mean, yeah. multiple orgasms, yes, but like, of so there's the big one, and then there's like other parts that are like smaller, more intense, you know, that you could consider like an or quote unquote orgasm. Yeah, minigasms. Minigasms. But it it's like a long ritual process for me mm-hmm. that you know I. I like to do in alone time, but it's like, because I don't have a lot of alone time at home, I haven't, I haven't thought about it. I don't do it. I don't, you know, so it's been kind of like a weird relationship for the past couple months. No, I get that. It's gotta be, uh, like, just like you can't like jump into, you could, you could jump into sex if you're not in the mood but it's just not as good so it's the same thing when you're having sex with yourself it's completely normal um do you have does anyone else have a favorite video (laughs) 
<laughs> right, right. Because <laughs> you were like, I have a general idea of what I like, and I'm like, yeah, I got a favorite video. <laughs> like that's the one where like I nothing else is piquing my interest. Okay, yeah. we're we're gonna go back. <laughs> like, yeah, exactly. I would tell you, but I'm zero percent not comfortable telling you. <laughs> I've got some weird porn kink. It's so. not weird, but you have a shame I've, around it. So yeah. I'm not going to say, obviously. Um, so I am trying to think. Um, so the porn I'm into right now, it changes all the time. Um, but I really lately really like pegging porn. So like a femi person wearing a strap on and pegging their partner with a penis. And I don't know why. But Hell yeah. It is so fucking hot, and I've been really into it lately. So that's what I'm into lately, but I'm open to a lot of different things. Um, also, RIP, Tumblr porn, I miss you. I love you. I lost all my Please nudes. Please come back. <laughs> I'm so sad. That was my jam. Now I have fucking porn hub. But I heard um, someone gave me a recommendation. Actually, I'll pull that up. Um, for XNXX.com. What is it? XNXX.com. Ooh. There's also... Um, <laughs> yeah. I don't have my phone. <laughs> Damn, where I ha- is I it? have the app. Yeah, it was just here the other day. You have to go to the website, download it pre- through the website. It's not like in the app store, but yeah, I have the porn app. Belessa, <laughs> B-E-L-L-E-S-A, I guess is one. And then also, I'm yeah. pretty sure there's something. You have to pay for it, um, but it'll be totally worth it. So I think it's Queer Porn Revolution. I don't know. But someone, yeah, I think, it, yeah, it's Queer Porn Revolution. So that's another thing, too. Sounds amazing. I know. <laughs> you have to pay for it, but I'm sure it's worth it. Um, okay, Way worth it. Way worth it. Especially if you masturbate like we do, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> it also like represents like queer people, trans people, non-binary people, like all the people. In a respectful way. That's not... What is it? Um, Fetishizing. Fetishizing. Thank you. I was going to say, because that's all that you see on Pornhub. If you like look for like queer shit it's like you literally have to use the derogatory stuff. terms to find anything and it's like yeah. Ugh, fuck that no yeah Mm-mm. not my favorite no no um it's a video i hate to say this i hate to say this but it's a video with riley reed and james dean so james dean was actually Only heard of james dean okay okay well so riley reed is um uh i don't i actually don't know what she specializes in There's always something that they specialize in, and I'm pretty sure that she started uh, her porn career with, like, girl-on-girl stuff. Um, It's a little more comfortable starting out. (laughs) Yeah, I would have think so. That's definitely not Riley Reid. Don't Google Riley (laughs) Reid. Because it's it's a grown, grown man. So it's R-I-E-L-L-Y? Riley? R-I-L-E-Y. Reid. Type in Riley Reid porn star. Yeah, do the porn star one. So, um, but I hate to say James Dean because James Dean came under attack a couple of years ago because a bunch of the people that he was working with were saying, because James Dean does pretty much um, 
like solely BDSM porn. Okay. And he's never, he's never the sub. He's always the dom. So he came under fire because a bunch of people came forward and said, yeah, he pushed when I said no. And like, this was rape in a professional setting and people told me to just deal with it. So I feel like shit being like, that's my favorite one, but it's not about him. I don't give a shit about him. (laughs) Yeah, that's James Dean. So, um... But it's a submission video. In other words, he's just a very shitty dom. Yeah, super shitty. Yeah. I really <laughs> think there should dom. be a website. That <laughs> Supershittydoms.com. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and the people that it's will catchy. not stop after the safe word has been said, they need yeah. to be posted on there to be like, this is a dangerous person to be having sex with. Right. Because obviously they will push past. Especially in a professional setting. Yeah. Like when sex is your work, like, I mean... No means no a lot of the time. Yeah. Like when you're on camera, no is a no. It, there's no safe word involved unless mm-hmm. you're doing some sort of like rape fantasy yeah. or like, well, we have to put that as a trigger now. <laughs> I was like, I'm going to try to. <laughs> okay. Um, but yeah, so it's a submission video. Um, and the one that I always view is like one of the ones that's not, it's not full length. It's the nine minute segment. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. So, um, and I know where my favorite spot is. <laughs> like, uh, that about looks right. Because yep. <laughs> I want to get past all the shit that, like, doesn't matter to me. The like, I don't corny care. acting or yeah. shit like that, yeah. I don't care that you are a realtor and she, <laughs> like, I don't give a shit about anything. The cookies taste great. Let's fuck. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. I don't care that she couldn't pay her rent and you had to put her in a cage. I don't give a fuck. Like, I just want to see <laughs> what actually is exciting to me. So that, but that's my, it's Riley Reed and James Dean. And I think it's like submissive slut or something horrible and horrible. Yeah. But it's great. I love it. <laughs> it's horrible, horrible. Great. Yeah. I love it. Fuck it all, but I love it. <laughs> I never, I don't really have a general uh, favorite video. I generally go for compilation stuff. I have a hard time picking. Yes. yes compilations <laughs> or music videos. The porn PMVs. Oh, yeah, yeah. Those are really fun too because. Uh, I like to, like, it's more visual for me, you know? And then with the uh, music going on, I don't mentally have that, like, weird sh- kind of sound going around. And that will sometimes throw it off. But um, I will mainly, a lot of the time I like, um, there was, uh, gosh, I get in su- such different moods every now and then, you know? But most of the time, my compilation that has always been my favorite has been Come Shots. It's just uh, dicks are my favorite in porn. That's my favorite part of porn. Um, And it's, yeah. Um, So also, I'm trying to think of the other, like, compilations I I watch. There's just so many. Um, Writing, the uh, writing compilations, those can be fun. Yeah. Because a lot of the time it's just like an ass view with writing and it's just a beautiful image. I I don't know. I more so view it from like an artistic view, kind (laughs) of. I was going to say, you sound like an art critic. (laughs) 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 Well, I I used to do uh, camming and all that stuff too. So I like try to put a uh, professional mentality into it also. Absolutely. That's why I miss Tumblr because I feel like it was very artistic porn. Yes. And I miss that. And that's why all my great nudes are gone. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) 
I actually had a uh, interview packet tell me the other day that I should Google myself, and I, <laughs> as long as you don't turn the safety off, the safety search, you're probably fine. <laughs> oh no! Now I've gotta okay. <laughs> um, it's funny because you said that um, that like dicks are your favorite part, yeah. which like yeah, you know like yeah, everything's I mean, great. But like uh, it, there was this, I listened to a lot of like comedy. So, like, whether that's, like, stand-up or whatever. Um, and there's, I think it was Ron White who did a little segment about how, like, watching porn is gay. I know and this one, yep. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he was trying to talk to his friend about how, like, watching porn was kind of gay. Like, everyone's a little gay, man. It's okay. Yeah. And his friend I'm not gay. No. I don't like it. Well, <laughs> when you're watching porn, do you watch it with a man and a woman? And he's like, yeah. And then... Uh, He's like, okay, so when when you see the guy come on, do you like him with like a big cock or a little cock? And he's like, no, I like big throbbing dick. And he's like, oh, <laughs> like everyone is gay. Dicks are great. Stop. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, I'm actually curious, like, what your least favorite, like, so, okay, so when you're watching a video, what do you always like? Go past. What cuts the, like when you're watching the video yeah. where you're like, oh, no. Like, I don't want to see this. Um, I don't mind. Do you want me to do mine first? So mine is like any kind of like oral to a penis, especially if there's saliva everywhere. I know a lot of people are into that. Cool. I have nothing against like blowjobs, but like I don't want to see it in my form. Yeah, it's it just not your thing. Literally nothing for me. It actually <laughs> turns me off a little bit. It like brings me out. <laughs> Oh no, I'm sorry. <laughs> um, so this is I I'm gonna give backstory here. I promise. Okay, so there's nothing in porn that I don't enjoy, but recently, like within the past like year, I have not been able to watch like, um, I I'm such a I feel like a bad person. I haven't been able to watch like interracial porn, like like big black cock shit because an ex-partner that was like all that they watched and so now every time that i see it on my screen i'm like fuck them watch it anymore and it doesn't matter what they're doing yeah. they might be the best porn in the fucking world and i won't know <laughs> you know and, but in your mind in that mind, person I'm that you were with is in there associated. and it just ruins it yeah yep yeah can't can't I have a lot, do of, it, a lot of things in it. my life like that pissed yep. <laughs> So then what about you? What can't you watch? Uh, it's Keith. not in s- so much that I can't enjoy porn um, because of an ex. It's more so that uh, some exes have ruined some things I enjoy doing in life without having to be like thinking of them kind of thing where it's like, fuck them. I'm done doing this. I don't want to think about yeah. them right now kind of thing. But uh, the porn generally, I <laughs> there was this one... Um, Porn parodies are funny, and there was a porn spoof <laughs> where they was like all the cre- the end, um, like the outtakes, not spoofs, out- outtakes, and um, like. I was like, "Do you really mean spoofs? spoofs. Or wait, isn't that like <laughs> I don't know?" <laughs> no, but I mean, like, um, they were all outtakes, and like, <laughs> they're I had never masturbated to them because, like, it would literally. It w- there was no way. Like one of it was like this. They were ha- uh, having a porn scene, and the guy accidentally slipped in anal, 
and she freaks out obviously that's like one of the mishaps and you're like oh shit um she was okay it wasn't a disastrous thing but um just there was another one where it was um Like wrecking your brain. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to remember this video because it was Let just so funny. Everything, like everything about it was so like things. sexual, but not sexual because of how like, oh, the one girl went to go um, lick the guy's asshole and he farted. Oh, yeah. no. <laughs> yeah, that was another outtake. And it's like, oh, my gosh. And that's just funny shit to watch every now and then. But um, but, but not remotely sexual for you. you no, okay. like I can't watch that shit in a like, sexual way because there was also like a lot of clips where people would be like masturbating and it's they're like over the top masturbating. Like when they come, they're like, oh, oh, they like I throw their head back at everything it. multiple times. Yeah, I can't. It's just those outtakes. They just make me laugh. But um, in porn, the scenes I cut like past i uh, generally the penetration is the more um part that gets me going like i do like watching them give head it's like a good starter something if i want to like i'm not horny yet but if i watch this i know by the time they start having sex i will be that's a good starter but yeah yeah See, like, for me, it happens so fast that, like, if that part is, like, in the way, I, like, want to get to the good stuff before <laughs> I come. And I'm like, oh, hurry, like, get to the good stuff. And then, like, it'll go to, like, not so good stuff. And I'm, like, right there. And I'm like, no. And I have to, like, stop and go back. And I'm like, ah. One thing that will uh, ruin something for me, even though the penis is my favorite part, when they pan to the guy, sometimes it just, that video is just ruined. Like, the guy's face something about what the way the guy's face is in porn is just such a turn off why are they all kind of terrifying i mean some of them are hot the one that you watched i looked 90 percent of them i see are bald yeah that's what i'm like is that like a requirement like I what's going know. on they here just seem like not i don't know i just like whenever i see their face i'm like not into you let me just look down nothing against bald people by the way you are beautiful <laughs> hair or no hair I think it's also like the faces that they make. Like I cannot stand to like. Yeah. Or I most of the time I'm listening. I'm not listening to porn when I watch it. Like yeah, no, because I don't want to hear. Oh, <laughs> like stop! That's not how I anyone moans. Oh, I love it's your cock. Like I'm like. exactly i had a boyfriend in high school who was like could you moan a little more high-pitched and i'm like people don't do that (laughs) but i did because i was 15 and like (laughs) thought that was love (laughs) but like (laughs) i don't like i actually like people talking or like moaning like that like that's something that like helps me like engage into the video and like be there but it like when it comes to someone like Almost like, you know, when you watch um, anime porn mm-hmm. and like it's the squeaky, I know. Why talk about the this? squeaky <laughs> moans that are oh, just like yeah. completely unnecessary. No, no. <laughs> just not even no. going to try. <laughs> I don't know if I can do it. <laughs> that's a tough one. But like that's like- something that I'm just like, next video, please. I don't always not listen to the actual, like, 
Oh, Amanda's trying. Um, I sometimes listen to, like, the noises. You got it? <laughs> um, okay, so kind of to get back on track, if we were cool with that, um, I wanted to ask what your best, most memorable um, masturbation experience was, if you can remember just one that's, like, a standout one. I can go first if you want, since I asked it, so I'm prepared. Okay, so this was, like, within this year, and I turned on a song. It's literally, like, my favorite song ever. Um, it's called I Need a Forest Fire by D- James Bond, I think, but, like, Bonnie Bear is in it, too. I don't know. Every time I hear it, one, I get scared every time because it's just, like, this beautiful <laughs> music, and all of a sudden it's like, woo, and I'm like, <gasps> where are they? <laughs> so every time I listen to it, I know it's coming and I always get scared. Um, however, I like put it on one day because it, it's like a very spiritual song for me. Like I feel so like in tune with my body, tune with myself. So I like turn it on and I was struggling really bad with my body at the time. And I was like having this really terrible uh, relationship to my body. Um, I just like didn't have any love for it. I was so mean to it, etc. Um, and uh I turned that song on and I, I wanted to like touch my body and like love my imperfections and stuff like that. And like while masturbating, but like, it was like so sensual and it was like the best masturbation experience ever for me. I haven't done it since. I don't know why, but like, maybe I'm like, I don't feel like it's going to be that good ever again. Who knows? But it was really beautiful. Maybe the hype will ruin it. And then you'll be like, oh, it's not my favorite masturbation anymore. Yeah. I think I remember you telling me about that like a couple weeks after it happened and being like, it was just beautiful. <laughs> like, <laughs> yes, that sounds amazing. <laughs> 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 I definitely remember that one piqued me. Um, you guys cool if I go? Yeah, good? yeah. Okay. So my most memorable, and I'm not saying this was the best, but the most memorable was when I made myself squirt for the first time, like on my own. Instead of, like, with a partner. What? Okay. <laughs> um, I I think I'd gotten home, like, early. This was years ago. So I'd gotten home early um, from work. Mike wasn't home yet. And so I was like, okay, fucking great. Like, there, there wasn't a baby involved. So I was like, yeah, let's do it. Um, and I had this, like, beautiful glass, like, I don't even wand, not even a dildo. You know what I mean? And, um, and so I'm, I'm using it. And then all of a sudden I was like, Oh my God, the floor is wet. And I was like, did I just do that? And I had to fucking mop up. (laughs) 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 But, um, cause I was, I was masturbating in my bathroom, like one foot up on like the toilet, like perfect. Like it was just a perfect (laughs) position. And I was like, but it felt so good. And I was like, I've never felt that. And I'm wet now. (laughs) Like I was, pissed about it but also like this is this is great i've learned a new trick (laughs) um for me was i don't know i was like making a sandwich and like out of nowhere i I also this is an interesting start (laughs) (laughs) so (laughs) but like out of nowhere i also wanted to masturbate and so i pulled up um this porno it was like completely new porno i've never seen it before and it was the best video I've ever seen and ever will see. Mm-hmm. And like, it was just like straight up 
one minute watching it done. And like typically it's like twenty minutes and so I was like, Holy fuck <laughs> Like That's great. I'm gonna eat my sandwich now. <laughs> <laughs> There's plenty of time to eat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like it's not gonna burn. <laughs> That's great. Um I guess one uh my most memorable is just like uh an edging, you know. There's generally it's just a uh quick pop off for me. But uh Whenever I get the chance to like edge myself for like, I think the longest I was able to get was like hour and a half, two hours wow. of edging where I just sat there. I literally had, n- I didn't have kids at the time, just literally sat there was like, you know, fuck it. I got no plans. <laughs> Pull up porn. You know, I must have watched at least 20, 30 videos that night, to wow. be honest. And like, it was just a lot of fun. And then it, when I came, like the coming part was such a depressing part because like, I broke the chain too early. Like I was edging, edging, edging. And then I tried to edge one more, but it like when I let go, it was like, Oh shit, I'm coming. Oh damn it. (laughs) And then after like you stop and then you come, once you start going again, the whole sensation is just gone. Yeah. You don't have that rush of an serotonin or whatever the heck goes into your brain. And at that point, I'm just like, oh, I made a mess. That's <laughs> like basically all it was. But it's a lot of fun. Yeah. I promise. As long as you practice. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Um, so I don't know about all of you, but this has been awesome. Mm-hmm. Did you want to say one last thing? No, okay. Um, so we're going to wrap this up. Uh, to wrap it up, though, I do want to kind of touch on important like ending notes. First off. You don't need to watch porn to masturbate. Second off, masturbation is not shameful. It's not dirty, anything. Literatica, check it out. It's um, literally word porn. Yeah. Um, And then also, masturbating with toys or using toys do not desensitize you during sex. Um, It doesn't hinder sex at all. I know that's a big myth. Um, So, yeah, there's a lot there's a lot to cover and I feel like we could go on for hours and hours to talk about this, but we won't do that to anyone. Um, but I really hope you, you enjoyed this conversation. I hope that it kind of gives you ease. If you're someone who struggles with anxiety or shame around masturbation, you are valid. Um, and if you don't masturbate, we're not shaming you for that either. However, I do challenge you or hope you awaken yourself into maybe exploring it and trying it a little bit maybe even just with your shower head you're welcome um so yeah um so you can find our podcast on all platforms and on instagram we are at great awakenings you can also um email us at greatawakenings at gmail.com also we have a what is it called? Patreon. I'm set a podcast. I'm like, duh. Um, so we have a Patreon. Become our patron. Um, you can become a patron as low as $2. We give you a lot of goodies for um, being patrons, but also you are supporting our podcast. And we love this. We do this for free. Like, this is our passion. So please support us. If you can't support us financially, you can always share us. You can listen to us. You can rate review us, but please just word of mouth is so big. Um, so please share our podcast with other people. So you can find me on Instagram at inclusively Hannah, um, on Facebook. I'm Hannah gray. 
You can find me on Instagram at not too taboo Amanda, and then I'm on Instagram or no, I'm you already know the Instagram. I'm on Facebook too, uh, <laughs> <laughs> at Amanda Drew. And you can find me on Facebook at Adrian Gray. <laughs> Can't even remember my own name. It's fine. Um, and then Instagram is Transpirational Healer. And you can find me um, on Instagram at the Lozier L O Z I E R nine zero five five, and on Facebook you can find me at Keith Lozier. Perfect. Thank you so much. Um, we love you all so much. Yes, we do. Love we you. do. So much. Bye. 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 Bye, buddy. Hope you find your day. Uh- <laughs>